0: Alright, well good morning. good morning It's Sunday morning <laughs> Praise the Lord Praise the Lord We are we're going to get started we, uh, we give honor to our Lord and our Savior uh, Jesus Christ Head of the church uh, Truly are, we are grateful and thankful To the Lord once again for blessing us uh, This is uh, the day the Lord hath made and we rejoice, and we are very glad to be in. Uh, today is uh, May nineteenth, uh, uh, two thousand nineteen, and we are uh, looking at uh, lesson uh, three, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, lesson three of uh, of this unit three. Um, And we're dealing with truth, Um, the moments of truth, the lesson subject is nothing but the truth. Amen. Um, Coming out of Matthew chapter 23, verses 13 through 15, I'm sorry, verses 13, 15 through 17, or 16, and then 23 through 28. The golden text, of memory verse, is Matthew twenty-three, thirteen, where it says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces, for you don't go in, and you don't allow those entering to go in. Amen. Amen. Uh, let us look to the Lord in word of prayer. In the name of God, our Father, we bless you, we thank you, We honor you this morning, for this is uh, a day you've made, and Lord, we're we're glad, we're so grateful. Thank you for mercy's journeys, allowing us to arrive safely. Thank you for touching us this morning with your finger of love. We were able to rise from our sleep. Thank you for grace and mercy. Thank you for the forgiveness of sin. Thank you, O God, for just all of the many, many blessings you bestow upon us, and And Lord, certainly uh, as we look at the lesson today, we're once again blessed by your word. So God, we thank you for those who are present, those who may be on their way, grant them a safe passage. And Lord, open our hearts and minds as we look into truth and and nothing but the truth. Uh, We thank you again for your spirit. Bless us now, we pray in Jesus' name. name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Um, God bless you, nothing Nothing but the truth. The question, why shouldn't I be tolerant of religious hypocrisy or religious hypocrites? Uh, I I tell you, this lesson is just so much on point. Um, I mean, it's, it's a good lesson. It's a wonderful lesson uh, coming out of Matthew, uh, and uh, the point is that hypocrisy damages the church, and its witnesses. Why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I? Now, some would some would want uh, the enemy would want you to to say the reason you shouldn't is because then you're judging. You know. Um, you know who do you think you are, and and we we have to be reminded of of that one um, passage where Jesus talked about you cannot um, speak to another's sin until you make sure that uh, you're right with God. So 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 as we look at this now, we're looking at it from the from the, the viewpoint of Jesus and. And we have to look in the context of who he is talking to. He's speaking to the religious leaders of his day, uh, the Pharisees and, and the scribes. Um, uh, the, these were these were were, were men um, uh, who were very influential uh, in the Jewish uh, culture um, among Jews because they were looked upon to be the leaders. They, they were looked upon to be those who represented God. And so certainly what they would say would carry a lot of weight. But Jesus here had to speak out. And 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 uh, he had to speak out on, on on some things that was going on. Um, and, and what was going on there is so relevant today. Amen. We, we have a lot of people who uh, are, are are in the church in the body of Christ who are um, who, who who talk the talk but don't walk the walk yes. yes. amen. amen and and we have to we, we just have to remind ourselves let it not be saved of you mm-hmm. amen? amen so as we look the lesson is, is outlined in uh, uh, three three uh, parts hypocrisy uh, hypocrisy restricts God's plan hypocrisy misses God's point and then hypocrisy uh, neglects more important matters okay now um, it, it's a serious it's a very serious indictment that Jesus is putting upon uh, these these men of, of his day, He said, verse 13, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. For you don't go in, and you don't allow those entering to go in. It's not enough that you... You you should be opening the door to the kingdom. What what you should be doing and saying and living by example, uh, others should be able to follow you in but what he says here that that you're shutting the door. You you are doing some things that is preventing them from from knowing me, preventing them from trusting me, preventing them from entering in. Uh, and, and 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 let me say, you, you're not going to get in anyway. Okay, simply because of your hypocrisy. Okay, and so so he says that in that in that very first the very first uh, 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 passage uh, that it restricts God's plan. Uh, you know, God God's plan is that all would come. Uh, he says, "Come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden." He He, he wants all of us to come, and, and and Christ died that we all would have the opportunity to enter into the presence of God into the kingdom of heaven um but let's understand something people will get to heaven through the church okay now what do I mean by that what we mean is that 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 it is we are ambassadors of Christ we represent heaven okay so so and you, you hear it said oftentimes that uh possibly the 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 closest Bible anyone would ever read is you. Wow. Right? Right. It's you. So, 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 so when we're in our workplace, when we're on our job, when we're out in the street, when we're in the, you know, and, and so it's, 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 it's not enough just to say I'm a Christian. It's not enough for people to know that this morning you left out in your driveway and you had your Sunday go to meeting clothes on and they knew you were going to church. How are you as a neighbor? You know, that, that, you know, because oftentimes many people will not come because of us. right? Because of us. Because of the hypocrisy. See, you can't say one thing and do something else. You know, we tell our children, do as I say and not as I do. How, how, how silly is that? Do as I say. Now you want me to do something. I need to see it from you, right? Right. right. So, so he says here that that, that there's a hindrance. He, he says here in the first verse, there's restrictions. Hypocrisy will will restrict people. Will keep people from entering the kingdom. Okay. Because if they if 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 they want to know how God how how God is, if they want to know, and, and again, now we. We are we are representatives of Christ, and so if we're trying to tell them that God loves them. Okay, we have to love them. If we are, are saying God is a forgiving God, God is a merciful God, we must not only seek forgiveness from God, but we must be willing to give forgiveness to those who wrong us. You know, to have a hardened heart and, and, and can't forgive, can't be merciful, can't be compassionate, can't, uh, you, you know, be willing to forgive someone, but yet we say God is a forgiving God. Who wants that? Who want to be a part of that? So, so we have to be careful. We have to be careful. Okay. Um, so, so he speaks out and, and this lesson, uh, uh, gives uh, six woes, you know, you need the word woe, you, you, need to, you, need to, you need to step back and say, okay, what, Lord, what is it? What, what you need to say is, Lord, what's wrong? Because if he's saying, woe unto you, okay, and this is what he's saying, he's saying, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! you travel over land and sea to make one a uh, uh, convert okay and when he becomes one you makes him you make him twice as fit for hell as you are <laughs> you know they they would they would you know they would do go to great lengths meaning the pharisees and Sadducees, they, they would go to great lengths to, to convert one to Judaism to, to you know they would go to far distances they would they would go far beyond Okay, but a lot of what they were doing was man-made. It was man-made rules. It was not word. It was not necessarily rules or or, or the law of the Word of God that God had given through the prophets. They added things, okay, and and what they were saying was the things that you're adding. One is not biblical, but two, you're not doing yourself. Okay, um, heavy burdens were put on people. Okay, and he says here, uh, you know, even in our churches today, many people don't practice what they preach. Oh, this is a good lesson. We've got to guard against hypocrisy because it will damage not only the church, but it damages it damages our witness. We ask the question, why is the, why is the, 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 light, the light of Christ should be so bright in the world, but it's very dim. And the reason is, is because of the hypocrisy that's going on. When, when, when you, when, when, when. And I'll get to that. Let me not. Let me not go too fast. Okay. Any questions, anyone? Um, you know, greed, self righteousness, and, and 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 it's very interesting. The lesson spoke on um, one thing Jesus never did. He never came down upon sinners in such a condemning fashion as he did those in our lesson. Why, why do you think that is? Why do you think he did not he did not speak as harshly? Uh you know, you, you will never see where he he you know he, he spoke this way to to an everyday sinner as he did these people. Why why do you believe that was? They were living in their nature. They didn't profess to know any better or do any better. But as a uh, supposed believer or religious teacher and follower, you're saying you know better, but you're doing different. But you're doing different. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. It you 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 are going about saying you represent me, and you know me. Okay. Well, much is given, much will be required. And, and so, and so, um, you know, again, you you. You will do better when you know better. Right? So so the average sinner didn't know. You know, they didn't know. So so he he would Jesus would show compassion because he knew they were lost sheep. He knew they didn't know the way. But here you have folk who supposed to be shepherds, <laughs> who supposed to be leading and leading people straight to hell. So he, he spoke out uh, uh, condemning them uh, as he did. Uh, in, in the next next part uh where it talks about hypocrisy misses God's point, uh uh it, it says there in, in verse 15, uh he, he said there, well we, we read that. Uh, verse 16, woe to you, blind guides, who say, Whoever takes an oath by the temple, it means nothing. But whoever takes an oath by the by the God of the temple is bound by that oath. Okay. Now, um, the lesson talks about in, in in context. It speaks on it's dangerous to be more interesting in bringing people to church than to Jesus. Oh my goodness! And we and and we can we we can be guilty of that. You know, come to my church. And, and we understand the importance of, 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 of the gathering of God's people at a designated place. The power that, 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 that is there when, when everyone is on one accord and, and how God can, can bless. We understand that. We understand being present under the preaching of God's word in, in, in a worship setting. But what if you can't get them to church? Have you said anything about Jesus to them? Just, Just come to church and let the preacher tell you about Jesus. Come on now. Come to church and let the preacher tell you about Jesus. That's the attitude. They may not ever get to the church But we're more interested in getting them if I can just... Understand what I'm saying in context. If I can just get them there. We understand that. Okay, we understand that. But you know, some folk ain't ain't gonna step foot in no church. Right? Right? Okay? And that's why... You know, that's why the whole thing of where we're going with with, with evangelizing and, and sharing the good news and sharing your story with, with others and telling them what God has done for, for, for you, where you are and how, where you were, you weren't what you used to be. What you are now is not what you used to be. How did you get there? It was Jesus. Sharing your story with them. That might not be in a context of a worship service where you can, where where they can hear the gospel you, you know, through a through a sermon, they need to hear the gospel through your life and what what God has done for you. Then they'll come. It's dangerous, okay? and, and this this is a hard lesson today. It's a hard lesson because it is so. uh Prevalent within our churches today, and I say all churches, not just some, there's a lot of hypocrisy. Okay? Uh, so he called them blind. You know, you don't want someone who's blind trying to lead you, <laughs> they don't see the ditch. They're blind. You know, blind leading the blind. How much sense is that? You know, you can't see me. you trying to leave me. <laughs> it says, he taught that believers should be so truthful that we should make no oaths at all, but rather let your yeas be yeas and your nays be nays. Amen. You know, be a person of integrity. Be a person of character. Be a person who believes in something and will stand by it. Okay. Any questions there? So, so this this is what this is what 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 he was speaking out on um, uh, to them. And, and then, as we we move on, the last the last um, part of the lesson, which is the bulk of, of the lesson, says. uh, Hypocrisy neglects more important matters. We spend so much time on stuff that really, uh, again, takes us away from the more important matters of the church. We do things that really have nothing to do with winning a soul to Christ and helping that person to grow in the Lord. You know, a lot of annual days we have. And, and it's more of a cultural thing. You know, in, in our churches, we do those things to, you know, Church, church is becoming more of a social gathering. To okay. see, see what you're wearing. To see how you look. And, and, and again, what are we doing to reach the lost? And, and, and again, I have no 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 problem with with, with with you know having certain activities and events, but 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 again thinking about the purpose in which we were saved. The reason we were saved, can someone tell me why 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 did Jesus decide to save you? Why were you part of the elect? Why were you on his mind before you were even born to be saved? That's Ephesians 1 and 14. He had you in mind. You were predestined to be saved before you even were in your mother's womb. Why? Why was that? Can anybody tell me why me? What, what 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 did he have in mind when he when he decided to save you? So I have to go out and save mothers because he me saved, so he want me to go out and save mothers. He want us to point others to him. He want us us to lead, and and, and we lead by, we point others to Him by our uniqueness, our um, um, giftedness, the the experiences of life, where we came from, what we experienced, and how it was He who brought us through it. So that's our unique story, and and someone can relate to where you've been. And and so that's how, you know, that's how you, in other words, you can reach someone who maybe I can't. Because they can relate to where you are. Okay, what are you gonna say something, Brother Watson? I'm gonna say love. Huh? His love. Of he loved the world, but he but he loved us. And you have to realize that he did love us first. Okay. We couldn't love him while him loving us first. Because when we love God, we love Him right. first. Yeah. When the other a she said, "I actually explained that that makes... thing." Yeah, yeah. He, he, he. I mean. Heaven wasn't just made for you. Right. You see, hell wasn't made for us. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, it wasn't just it ain't an exclusive uh, country club just for you. You get in let everybody else go ahead. Yeah. E- everybody else going in. To... I got mad you get you uh, I'm getting off just a little bit at work on this week uh, on the line. Uh, and, and pretty much I don't. You know, I don't get involved with a lot of these conversations and things. I just do my work, right? They came up on religion. They started talking. I had to, I had to chime in. Um, you know, saying some stuff that wasn't biblical and everything. I was just listening. You know, I was just listening. But then a young lady, she's my supervisor. She's a Jehovah Witness. She made a statement about 144 going to hell. I had to say something. (laughs) And so I say, uh, how? Where did you find that? And right. she says, it's in the Bible. I say, where? And you know, we went back and forth a little bit. Anyway, I say all that to say um, that you know, God will give opportunity for us to help someone know the truth. And our our our, our lesson deals with nothing but the truth. Last week it was the whole truth. Okay. Jesus is the way. The only way. Okay, they had a conversation about being baptized. I, I gotta go get baptized again. I said why. And we went, went around that. I asked the question: Do you know why you were baptized? The purpose of it? And the young lady got smart. we do do you know? I, said, I had to tell her, yeah. I, You know, it was was, you know. I want to identify myself with Christ. I want those who are present to know that I've accepted Him. You know, so we want to tell the truth. So, so, so when you come to know the truth, you want others to know the truth. Okay, And, and this is what this is what what Jesus was. He he was sharing with them nothing but the truth. The truth is that you guys are not right. Think they're going to heaven, not going to get there. Everyone who names the name of Jesus is not going to make it. So, 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 Jesus here, um, he, he just says, you know, we can't neglect those things that are much more important, okay. We, we, you know, so often we, we major in the minors. And, and minor in the majors. We, we spend a lot of time on things that that really, we, we debate over things that really uh, you know, we, we'll, we'll, we'll keep someone from coming to church if they're wearing pants. We'll you know we'll will 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 scorn a young lady you know if she's not properly dressed she just don't know no back and and this this is what does that have to do with faith accepting Jesus as your savior I read Jesus saved mary who was a prostitute so, so uh, you know they, they were they, it says here they were you know they were debating over tithing on kitchen seasoning. you know <laughs> and I thought about kitchen seasoning you know they, they were they, they were more they were more interested in whether a plate was ceremonially cleaned. You know, if it was clean, because you know, if you touch it and it's, it's not properly clean then you're you're defiled. And they were, I mean, stuff like that. And their hearts weren't right with God. Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. I think from the time he, they talked about his disciples. They were eating. They didn't wash their hands. They didn't wash their hands. Yeah, yeah. They, they were eating. They didn't wash it. Or and they were in a cornfield. On the Sabbath, and Jesus decided to pick some corn to eat, and you don't do that on the Sabbath. You don't work. And Jesus said, "Well, if you if your donkey fall in a ditch on the on the Sabbath, you want to leave him there? No, you're going to get him out. So it was those things that they and and more so it was things that were exterior, things that you can see." That they were more, they they paid more attention to, and the thing about it, the inner, that inner person, that inner, you know, your thoughts and, and your hearts, things just were not right. And so he spoke out on those things. Okay? They focused on outward appearance. Okay? And they neglected the conditions of their hearts. We can act polite. We can act in front in front of people. You know, we smile. Hey, sister, good to see you. God bless your heart. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, can't stand. It. Mm-hmm. It's so good to see you today. Or we we'll come to church and won't even speak to somebody. But hallelujah, anyhow. Praise the Lord, anyhow. And we can be the loudest people in the church, shouting the most. But our hearts are far from God. And 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 Jesus says, I don't receive those kind of, I don't receive that worship. I don't receive that sacrifice from you, you know. You give it, and and and, and, and yet your 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 heart is not right, and your heart only becomes right when it has acknowledged what's wrong and have sought God for forgiveness. That's what David did. Okay, he wasn't right until he acknowledged that he that he he had sinned Uh, even before he was born. He was born in iniquity. Lord have mercy upon me purge me with hyssop. wash me that I may be white of the snow that's the only time that you can be in right relationship with God when your sin has been acknowledged and forgiven And so you had these folk who were doing things and sinning against God and and you know it was, it was a big masquerade they were perpetrators. They were making people think one thing—good actors—but their hearts were far from God. So He says, "Hypocrite." Then the last woe, um, he, he, he talked about the grave, the graveyard. That last woe. Verse 27, he said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs. Now, what did they do? They, they, they made a point to make sure that the, 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 the tombs were, were washed down, just in case you, you, know, you rolled up against it, because if you rubbed up against it and it wasn't whitewashed, you would become defiled. And so he says, you know, Jesus used this analogy uh, uh, by, by saying, uh, uh, you are like whitewashed tombs, cleaned on the outside, but dead bones on the inside. You, you look, you, you said all the right things, you got your Bible. You got your tie? You, you, you you know, you you look. And and how how often do we, and what Jesus is is really after is transparency. How often, and, and I'm guilty, how often do we say we are right? And we're not. I'm learning more times, you know, if I ain't alright, more times I look like I ain't alright. <laughs> I mean, I look, you, I think most of y'all can pretty much tell if there's something right with me, because I, I kind of begin to start wearing it. I Need your prayers. Now, I'm not right. Something wrong. And that's what the church is about. It's a hospital for sick folk. They don't have to come in all the time with everything in place all the time? Is that realistic? Now I'm not saying you don't come with with joy in your heart to praise God and thank Him that you made it. But but, but there are times when if you don't feel good, this is not a good day. And that's okay. But they, they, they were just out. They never looked that way. They, never, they always had everything. And so to the people, it would appear that them and God was all right. Mm-hmm. And Jesus had to step in. Because see, he, he, goes, he, he goes beyond the exterior. See, I can fool you and you can fool me. But none of us can fool God. see, he, he goes right to the heart. He, he looks at the motives and the intent. And that's why, you know, in Hebrews, we talk about that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's so sharp, it'll get to the real matter, real nitty-gritty. It'll get right down to what, what the real issues are, what the real problem is. It, 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 it'll cut right right to what, what, what really is wrong. See. And you got, and you have to face it. You can't read God's word and ignore what it says about you. Did y'all hear what I said? You cannot read God's word and ignore what it says about you. That's why it's so powerful. Okay. Now, now you may not admit there's a difference now. You can't ignore it. Okay, the Bible talks about looking in looking to a mirror. Word is like a mirror. What you see is what it is. It, 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 it you know, all the freckles, all the moles, everything, whatever's there. That's it. Don't oh, this must be somebody else. No, that's you. <laughs> it's you. So, so, so you can't ignore it. You may not acknowledge it. You may say no to it. But what it says is truth. What it speaks is truth. And so Jesus, being the truth, just told, them where it, just told them like it was. And you know they were mad. You know they were mad, but here you are putting us on front street. Here, here you are, who do you think you are? Telling us about us. You know, Jesus was just a young man, just thirty-three years old. You had all these these life, lifers, lifetime Pharisees, and you know, and hear this little young cat come talking, telling us about this stuff, and they were mad. They they didn't they didn't receive it well. But Jesus was not there to make friends. He was there to set them free. Any questions? He said they were just like the tombs. They defiled and contaminated people with their false, false religion. Okay. Um, so, so you know. So the question is: Should I tolerate that? And go back to the question. The question is: uh, Why shouldn't I tolerate a religious hypocr- hypocrite? Question. We're we're asking that question to you today. Why shouldn't you tolerate? Now, what does it mean to tolerate? Put up with? with? Okay. Any any other to tolerate? Put up with? Be patient. Huh? Be patient. Be patient with? Okay. And being patient with, sometimes you kind of look over it, right? Okay. Or or you're accepted. Okay. Okay, why why shouldn't we why shouldn't we do that? Huh? Little eleven, eleven's a whole number. If if it's tolerated, if if it's ignored, okay, it becomes the norm isn't that where we are today we, we've, we've, we've we've ignored certain things we've been tolerant with certain things that's going on within the church and so now you know we don't we won't say anything about it and we, we're speaking from, from a leadership point nothing is said, and so well if he don't say nothing why should I Are you gonna say something so It just becomes acceptable, and so acceptable. Everyone, yeah, um, it's a couple of reasons why I would, You have to make a choice: You either decide to stay along and follow it, or you decide to do different. Right, right, yeah, and, and you always have choices. You know, some people say, "Well, where will I go?" It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. True. That's true, true. That's true. It, it's everywhere, but it, it's everywhere in, in degrees. You know, some, in some places it's, it's very, it's, 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 you know, it's at a much higher practice and level and, and, and at others it, you know, may not be. But, but you have to make that choice. Okay. How does hypocrisy practice of ne- negatively of impact the witnessing, the witnessing of the body of Christ? How does it affect the witnessing of us to the world? The hypocrisy that goes on. In a negative way. You don't gain anyone. Huh? You don't gain okay. How, 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 what, in what positive way can it affect the body of Christ? Positive. What positive way can hypocrisy affect the body of Christ? In other words, what can, what can the body of Christ do in a positive way about hypocrisy. Stand up, it. Stand up against it. Speak out against it. In love. Always in love. But you got to speak out against it. But what happens oftentimes time is if you don't know, you don't know. You can't speak on something you don't know, right? Okay, That's why it's important to study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman, who needeth not be ashamed rightly divided the word of truth. You've got to know for yourself. Okay? Any questions? No question, just a statement. Okay. It is, um, I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's just so sad when I saw um, advertisement for a church and the pastor and the uh, first man. Awesome. And oh, I, you know, and it's like the the Bible is very clear on how God defines and word, pastor and, and marriage. And uh, see, and so when the church is okay with that, so- and, I mean, it's just so. Now, frightening of um, how the world looks at that. Like they, they, uh, their mindset is, "Why come and follow the church when you're doing what we're doing?" When your church is so fickle, yeah. and and and, you, and and that's why it's so important. God's word does not change. Amen. We got to understand it. We're living in a society now where there there's a lot of tolerance in the area of of, of, of sexual whatever. And so, we, we because that is the world view, and that's what the world accepts, okay, we'll say, well, God accepts it. God does God not change His mind, nor His word. There are certain things, when we speak of truth, there's absolute truth. In other words, it holds up against anything you put against it, it'll hold up. God's word is absolute. It says what it means and it means what it says. There's no gray area. There's no, you know. And so we we, 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 we contaminate, we allow. And so this is what you're saying. The church, the universal church, Okay? And see, you have endorsements by other churches that, that, that that's okay with. Because God is love. And God loves him. Yes, he does. But God got certain standards. Did y'all see what the standards are? This is God's standards right here. He will not lower them to please us. Come up to it. Yeah. It will not change. His word won't change. If any man, if any man if, uh, uh desire the office of a bishop, let him be the husband of one wife. And is this is I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave on this. So funny. Uh y'all see wife swap. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. They had a, they had a, they, they swapped. One, you had a monogamous couple, man, woman, with a wife swapped with another couple, the which were both men. So, the husband, man, of the the natural man, when the other guy came over, he asked the question. He said, I guess you must be the wife because you're here. (laughs) And the brother got upset. He got upset. You know, that's a stupid question. What show are we on? (laughs) My wife is at your house. You here. You must be the wife. (laughs) And he got upset. (laughs) What the the guy said I said, Oh, look what we've come. But anyway, that that was, that's just where we are. But going back to it, nothing but the truth. That was messed up. (laughs) And and see, and and think about what it does—the effect of generations to come with our children. Now you got children being raised in these homes like this. Are you mom or dad? That's messed up. That's an abomination. And The word speaks out against it. But anyway, we we done, y'all. I'm just. I, we done. I, I, I really didn't mean to get off of that, but you, it's as fair as you to cause. Bless your heart. <laughs> Alright, God bless you guys. Thank you.